16, what would you think of you, huh? Hey, Carl, you think I give one rat's ass what these kids think of me? Yes, I do. Things are about to change around here. Recess is over. Um, are we going to be goofing off like this every day? Uh, we're not goofing off. Hello, my name is Mr. Hatt. The chances of you actually using anything you learned in this class, probably zero. There's no use explaining Pickering. As a military man, you ought to know that. Drilling is what she needs. Now, you leave her alone or she'll be turning to you for sympathy. Teachers in the movies. Titan. Today we're going to be talking about the movie... I, uh, the movie... My Fair Lady. Uh, I, I think we mean... My, 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 And just stretch that out for about 14 minutes. Fair yeah. Lady. Okay, so this movie was long. Oh, you know, this is a three-hour movie, and it was made in, like, the 60s. And it had a classroom scene in it, of sorts. Of, of sorts, that was about 34 seconds long? Yeah. We watched the whole movie in order to see that that one moment. Well, um, apart from the bits where I got annoyed and started fast-forwarding it. <laughs> okay. Well, <clears throat> the movie's about teaching pronunciation, and that's actually yeah. quite interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, the movie for us is about teaching pronunciation. Uh, uh, well, yes, okay. The movie in for other people is about a love story. I guess. Yeah. In okay. a very weird, roundabout, ask Jeevesy kind of way. I, I find this interesting because learning another language, I yeah. found, when, when I've learned the other languages that I've learned, I found that the pronunciation was the hardest part. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, when I teach English, I skate over pronunciation. It's something that I kind of avoid. Not avoid, I just don't think it's that important. But, for example, when I learned Cambodian, um, my teacher spent, I would say, the first half of the first 20 lessons just going through the vowels. Because the vowels in Khmer are different from our vowels in in English. And she wanted me to get them right because that was the basis of making sure. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so, so there was a little, there was some parallels there with her going, uh, and me going, uh, and her going, no, 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 uh, and I'm going, I can't hear what you're saying because it doesn't sound like, a, <laughs> doesn't sound like yeah. anything to me. Okay, uh, I mean, this whole theme of, of teaching pronunciation, why do you think it's that important? Uh, <clears throat> well, pronunciation... An accent are, are interchangeable to some extent. Mm, uh, to no, some no, extent, no, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and I don't... When you start teaching pronunciation and you get into accent training, then you, you're mixing things up with social, social linguistically. Uh, I mean, I think that students should be proud of the way that they speak. Oh, sure, yeah. And I get lots of students who say, I want to sound like an American, and I'm not going to be able to teach them how to sound like an American because I can't sound like an American. Um, and, you, you know, you, you yeah. get the... the yeah, I, I understand that. But at the same time, clear pronunciation uh, lets you get away with a lot. Which is the thrust of this movie. Okay, so she, he, if you haven't seen this, go back to 1960s and watch and it. And don't. Oh, what? Well... Just don't. Anyway, he the premise is he can change her from a gutter flower snipe. girl... Gutter snipe. Right. It's called... To a lady of... Of yeah, the or, or something. Yeah. Um, just by changing her accent. 
um, which is a sociolinguistically interesting premise. Concept, yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, the premise is sound, and in actual fact, if you go back in time, uh, maybe even now, we make we make a lot of judgments about people based on the way that they sound. Yes, absolutely. And in those days, when there was a class system so strong that. That was even... Oh, obvious. yeah, sorry, we should say, this This film's set in England in the, what, early 1900s? Yeah. I guess? Yeah. So, um, it, and it's very... Well, it's classist and yes. chauvinist, and it's all the things that we don't think are cool anymore. But pronunciation still is an important thing. I mean, when somebody greets you, the first thing I ask is, hey, where are you from? You sound like you're from York. And they go, no, I'm from Sheffield. And they, go, and they get all upset now because you've got... You're the wrong county. Forty miles out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, okay, fine. I didn't enjoy this movie, really. I, I got up and walked around, and yeah, I but you know, you're talking to I, me, and I don't enjoy any movie. <sighs> so um, it was so long, and very little happened for its length. Yeah, I think that we should admit to our listeners that the three-hour movie took us. An hour and ten minutes to watch. No, we, it was almost two hours. With I got close, but there were a few times I left for three to five minutes at a time because I just went, ah, yeah. I'm going to go out and pick bananas. Okay, so let's talk about how he teaches her. Yes, this, this actually it's... is the interesting part of the movie. How does he teach her? He doesn't. Well, he in the movie, he doesn't, doesn't yes. Okay, well, well uh, there were two techniques that are in the movie that were interesting. The teaching of the H sound, Hartford, Hereford. So he tries which to... Is, which is hilarious, because that is such a specific accent. That, hello, hi, is that a horse? Well, he's teaching her how to, to be at Ascot. Yeah, but uh, that's such a specific accent that... That he's teaching her. Right. I mean, we we will drop in some clips of her her pre and post accent, but it's it's pretty good. It is good. He gets her to blow up, blow the candle, which was an interesting technique. Which actually. is a good technique, yes. And and if you do want to do sounds, yeah, you have to this the candle. Um, and I think that that is. I uh, I actually use that for F and the voice voiceless F V the two T H's that kind of stuff. Mm. F has a f in it that'll blow the candle. I don't always take candles to class. I've taken a candle to class, but it was for a ghost story telling lesson okay. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd get to anyway. Yes. But that that's one okay, thing. It was an interesting technique. But in this case what he was doing was uh he was drilling down and, and highlighting a very particular, very specific aspect of pronunciation, an, an individual phoneme that she was pronouncing differently than the preferred accent that she that he was going for. Can which I... is part of teaching pronunciation sometimes. Well, okay, so on, on that point then, we get the, um, this issue of a standard, the standard, yeah, uh, which I think that we'd better talk about, because if you're going to teach pronunciation, then the standard becomes an issue. Uh, do, do you want your students to go, Hartford? In Hartford, Hereford and Hampshire, hurricanes hardly ever happen. Or is it okay for them to... Hell no. <laughs> or is it okay for them to go, hell no. In Hartford, Hereford and Hampshire, hurricanes hardly ever happen. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, my... 
which are two very, very different ways of saying the same thing. But hell no would be the standard. Hell no is a heck of a lot different than I'll no, but hell no was that just an unoverasperated. <gasps> but then is the standard an, a non-accent, a neutral, I don't come from anywhere... Well, I think that's the standard, which allows then the student to have their accent. I mean, the standard to teach, not the standard that we teach them to have. If we are teaching a standard, which is a nice, neutral, it's not specifically, uh, you know, I'm from the southwestern east coast of North Hertfordshire. No, but but you want, I mean, the standard, if we're going to have one, is BBC... No. Well, isn't it? Have you heard... A BBC presenter speak. Okay, now I'm accidentally doing David Attenborough. No, but but the thing but is that still modern modern BBC. I mean, we have Scottish. And, well, now and, modern you know, BBC, it, there isn't a, a BBC accent anymore. But but it's always very very clearly, and not like mine at all. It's very clearly enunciated. Each word is is beautifully um, yes, it does. separated from the others. But. They still do that thing of speaking this way. Anyway, so he wants her to get Hartford Hereford because that's going to get her into Ascot with no H. Okay. Um, and he uses this little blow the candle thing, which is which, pretty cool. Which is an interesting technique. Okay, the other technique that he used, which was pretty cool, was to use a xylophone to teach to, her... To the rhythm, which to get, I thought well, was interesting. Well, and the intonation. Yeah. His sentence was something like, how marvellous of you to invite me. How marvellous. Anyway, yeah. and he had the... The xylophone, and he went da 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 da, and it, so yeah. that was a, a intonation and rhythm thing. And I I do that with my students, and it does work. They they say, oh, whatever. I am going to the market, yeah. and I go no. Dun 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 dun. dun. I'm going yeah. to the market. So there's two things there then. There's segmentals, which is the vowels, and yeah. he was trying to teach her h, the h and the vowels, and. The rhythm and intonation, which is super segmental. Yeah, which and which I actually see in big picture. That's probably much more that's important. That's more important. I agree. Yeah. Yes, and I think the research shows that it's more important from an in, uh, intelligibility perspective. Yes. Yeah. If they drop an H, it's not going to interfere much with intelligibility. But if they get the intonation right, in terms of the vowels, the way that he taught her was just he through just repetition. Didn't. Yeah, he just said, "Go repeat that." He didn't do any well, correction. So he actually Only says... chastised. Yeah, he chastised. The, what he says is, like a good military fellow, drilling is more important than explanation. And, and then, no lunch or chocolates if you don't get it right. Yes. But, um, <laughs> this is not teaching, no, actually. No, his argument, uh, the, the housekeeper made yes, woman... Yes, she's great. Yeah, she says, how long are you going to make her practice this? You know, she's been doing it day and night and during lunch. And and his answer is, until she gets it right. She's going to keep doing it until she gets it right. Right, and and by repeating the thing that she's not doing right... She'll get it... She'll get right. it all oh, wrong. Yeah. Anyway. But, I mean, this is... The, the interesting thing there, drilling... He's, he's into drilling rather than explanations. But drilling and explanations are not teaching. Um, so he was not... Really teaching at teaching all. all, and the he does do one other thing, but we never actually get to see how it's done. Which is, 
uh, in one scene, there's pictures of her in the background. With her mouth. With her mouth open in different yeah, ways. Yeah. And there's lots of little flashcardy stuff stuck on the wall to show, like, tongue positions and, and things in her, in her mouth. But yeah. we never get to see them used. Yeah. So this is him... It's that thing that the teacher does, which I've never, ever been guilty of, where you know way too much about a subject and you, and you end up... About it, yeah. You start talking about it right. instead of teaching how to do it. So the, the question of... Showing a picture of a mouth position yes. um, and expecting that to lead to the correct uh, pronunciation is a bit, I find, irritating. Because mouth position... So in, in Google, I don't know if you've seen this. Now, Google, if, if you Google the word, yeah. it, it give, it's got a little picture of the mouth moving as it pronounces the word. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that. I have seen it. It's, it's I mean, it's cool to Google. watch, but yeah. basically all there is is a mouth opening and closing <laughs> Well, the a little tongue goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't find that very helpful. But, personally. but I've I've stopped. I've had to stop students before. And, uh, what's the thing? No, there are some things. I mean, like T T and R and L and things where um, your tongue position. Where they're saying they're saying v, trying to say v, but they're accidentally touching their lips, so it comes out as b, because v your lips can't touch, and having to f- stop them and go, you can't touch. Or yes, and or, doing the difference no, no, between no. V and, and W and yeah. Uh, or no, no. okay, the English, the uh, the T on the end of a word, so fast, or fat, or fat, where it's not fat t, it's fat. So there is a very specific tongue position at the end of it, but it has to stop. So actually, teaching the student that. Your tongue stops on the roof yeah. of your mouth. It doesn't touch. And I raise. don't know. I mean, I, I, you see, this is one of the reasons why I, I kind of avoid pronunciation. When when I was in Sri Lanka, this, the the Sinhalese don't have a differentiation between the V and the W. They don't have a V, v or W. They've got one. They've got one that covers both. Okay, so yeah. they say weapons of mass destruction, yeah. um, with which is cute to listen to, but. You can't get them to say weapons because they can't do that. You and can get them to. Well, I mean... I, if okay, your teacher in, can teach you no, but you to see, say, oh, mm, oh, oh. I don't know. The investment of time, the, the, the cost, the cost of, of teaching weapons is yeah. just not worth that particular outcome. Really? Um, no. I mean, how, how many hours do I have to invest in this sound? And does it matter whether they say weapons or weapons? It's still, it's still going to come out understandable in my... So with Khmer, for example, Khmer has two sounds, o and o, which yeah. I can't hear the difference between. I, I know that I have to pull my bottom lip slightly to the left for the second one. <laughs> But I can't, I can't actually hear the uh, difference. And I, yeah, uh, and if you uh, if you do the wrong one, you think you're talking about a piece of wood, but you're actually talking about your leg is in pain. I mean, it's it's really yeah. it's a very different sound, and they can hear it, but I just can't. Um, I can he- I can guess from context which one of those two it should be in a conversation, but isolating that word too, I can't do it. But if I'm saying it in a sentence, everybody knows I'm talking about my the pain and not about a piece of wood. So your argument is... Who only, cares? Only teach pronunciation to the point of intelligibility. Yes. And once somebody's following you, it's good enough. That's good enough. So we don't need to teach grammar or vocabulary either then, because... Done. 
Well, that's that's taking a little bit far. (laughs) You need 1,500 words and present simple. Yes. And And lots of context. Yeah, done. Piece of cake. Uh, I mean, that pretty much is my... Every other spoken language that I can speak. Well, I mean, your your point's well taken, and and in this in this movie, for example, his attention to detail, and the fact that he takes it so seriously that he wants this specific accent, um, is hats off to him for for doing that. Ugh, no, because the the whole the premise, you know, we haven't actually talked about the movie really. We're we're talking about. Well, we're talking about the concept. The I mean, concept the movie of is teaching pronunciation. The movie is the con. I mean, it's a he has a bet with Pickering that he can make. So his it, it begins with he's he's a, a some sort of linguist. Yeah. He's going around hanging out with in different classes. You know, I'm in the slummy area and I'm listening to them. No, 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 no. no. He's at the, begin- no, at the beginning of, of the movie. He's, he's in front of a church and he goes, "Oh, you're from well, he's seventy-five he's meters just, he's west hang, of." He's hanging around and listening in. Yes. On them. And it's some sort of research, obviously. And is identifying where people are from based on their accents, on which, accents. which you can do in England. You okay. can't do that in Australia. No. You can go, you can go region. But then again, the population of Australia is the population of London. No, there's more people in London than there are in Australia. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Um, okay, so he's, he's doing that, and then uh, through a series of contrived, boring events... Uh, they make a bet that they can teach this flower girl with a really... What is that accent? Cockney, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I don't is know. Is it? When I first heard it, I went, oh no, maybe we it's can a, 19, a Dick Van Dyke thing. Maybe it's a 1910 version of Cockney, Cockney flower girl. Okay. But I mean, Cockney English has become very fashionable now. Hasn't it? Okay. Oh, who knows? Okay. Okay, uh, and then, okay, he takes her in to teach her the accent... Uh, the accent that she needs to be thought of as proper, right, and uh, which will allow her to be her motivation is to be gainfully employed and have a much better job. And his is to prove that he can teach enunciation in the correct way. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then uh, that drags on for the whole movie, and then he takes her to fancy places, and they go, "Aren't you fancy?" Mm. And I mean, that's a fairly out. simplified version of of the greater premise of the movie. But to me, that's not <laughs> what the movie was about. The movie was about this guy who, he's a linguist, and he thinks he can teach somebody to to, teach, to speak with a, a different dialect. And he can't, and he doesn't. Somehow, she manages to eventually figure it out. Right. But isn't that interesting? I mean, I think one of the questions that we do have to ask is, can you actually teach language or can you facilitate the students learning of it i mean they, i think there's there's a difference between the two students learn a language really um yeah as teachers we do we actually teach anything um we create opportunities where learning can take place and hopefully if we create the right opportunities in the right sequence with the right environment with the and right the right students, psychological setting and, i mean that yeah he he doesn't create any of that psychological um there's quite a bit of psychological torture in there. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that that's set up that way. He is obviously a, a rather bigoted fellow. Yeah. Is that the right word? I don't know. He's every is you could think of. He, yeah, he, he really... I mean, even his mother doesn't like him at one point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his mother says, get out, you disagreeable whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, she does... So, uh, Who is she? Mother? No, uh... Eliza. Doolittle. Eliza mm. Doolittle. Cool name. Um, she does, at a few points, get annoyed, but she never gives up. It's all... It's actually... She is just the student learning in the She's the motivated. Face of, yeah, yeah, she's motivated. Yeah. So I think this movie is actually more about the fact that if you have a really shitty teacher... You can still learn. There's another thing there, yeah. In spite of them. Yeah. There's a th- there's also the thing that if you really, really want to learn to speak with a particular accent, you probably can. Oh, you absolutely can. I mean, I can't. I found... You can. Do you really want to learn one? Well, clearly not, because I haven't... I. But I have met people who are not native speakers of English who sound American. Like, yeah. Um, and every now and again, their accent... Their true accent will bubble up when they, yeah. um, and I, th- I find that amazing. One of those people who amazed me is Charlize Theron, who is a South African, um, but you'll never know. I've never heard her speak without American accent. Like I've never heard her speak. I've only heard her in a movie. Uh, yeah, I've seen an interview, but even in the interview, she she keeps her accent. She she oh, really? switches to Afrikaans and and does that well. But then she switches back to she doesn't do an the, English the, South African English the accent. The Wolverine guy. He's the Australian chap. Yeah, and he he has a very Australian accent. Does he? Yeah. And Outside of the movies. Outside the movies, he he has a regular. He just, he hasn't he's, lost he's his accent at all. Yeah. Right. All oh, right. Yeah. He genuinely has that. Um, but, I mean, the question of learning accents, that's great for if you want to be an actor. If you want to be an actor, you should learn how to learn accents because that's part of your job. You're right, an actor. Right. As a student, I don't think you need to learn an accent. It, it's not a bad accent. Pronunciation and accent don't have to be the same thing. So what is pronunciation? Pronunciation is an, a thing. It's a combination of things. So we, we talk about rhythm and, and stress and intonation. And, and yes, phonemes is part of it. And if uh, you're a, a Thai student and you can't say... You can't say... Uh, you can't... Say, <laughs> I'm struggling for a word. The, the, the words that popped in my head were all square words, but the hell with it. Okay, you can say sheet... Actually, you can't say she. No, you no. think you're saying she, but you're saying she. She. Well, okay. You can so say shit yeah, I've perfectly, heard, but you can't say she. she. You can't say I've shit heard or that she. students really struggling with death and deaf. Okay. She, okay, so he, they want to say that she's deaf. Yeah. But they're coming out with death. Yeah. Which is actually also very difficult to say because death is, is, I mean, that, that sound is hard to so they're so, trying so hard to get deaf right. But, and that's the kind of thing, yes, I mean, that might create confusion. I still think context, context uh, is yeah, clear. Yeah, absolutely. But um, there is some evidence that shows that the clearer you speak, the, le- the more people will pay attention to your content rather than to your <gasps> language. Social linguistics, back into the picture. So... If I uh, speak uh, to you uh, like uh, this uh, and every uh, go, uh, I'm look and actually my pronunciation there is not that bad. I'm just throwing up my rhythm and I keep on throwing in one vowel. Right. If uh, I uh, speak uh, to uh, you uh, like yeah, sure. Uh, this, I uh, mean, it, it distracts the message. Uh, yeah. I get that. Um, so pronunciation is important. Yeah, much more important than the stupid movie. Well, I mean, the movie is about pronunciation. 
So therefore the movie's important. Okay, watch the three minutes of the movie, which is in six 30-second segments. <laughs> watch the six 30-second segments of the movie that are about pronunciation and carefully do not do any of the things that happen in the movie. Well, there are, yeah, yeah. There are some of the things that... Um, there are some interesting sociolinguistic insights into pre-First World War England. Sure. Uh, there are some interesting takes on motivation. You won't get any chocolates. Yes, and, and, she, and right. that works. That <laughs> works. Yeah. Um, the behaviorist would have a field day with that one. I think also the... Uh, it is a bit of a trope in language learning, but it's a trope for a reason where uh, they talk about, like, whiskey tongue or something like that, where you have a couple of drinks and then suddenly you can speak the language more clearly because you're, you're less inhibited. And you, oh, yeah. do you think that's true? Uh, yeah. Up to a point, maybe. Up to, up to a point, of course. And maybe you can't actually speak it more clearly, you just think you can. Well, but in her case, they do sleep deprivation. It's four o'clock in the morning and... They, and, and suddenly she gets it. And suddenly she gets it, but w- when she gets it, she looks like she's completely being dosed with something. She's sitting there going, the rain is pain, the rain plain. Well, that might work. Maybe we should do some sleep deprivation with our students and, and get them to speak with a correct intelligible accent right it's time for a word from our sponsors our word from our sponsor today is fast forward remote control buttons but yes you know now you've jumped ahead here samsung tvs come with a remote and the remotes have this fast forward function and And in fact if you have a sony like the tv that we just watched it on (laughs) (laughs) you can plug a usb into the tv and press Samsung the little has button. that too. I'll yeah, tell you, Samsung sure has that as well. You can plug your S, your what's the thing, some drive into the back of it, and you can fast forward all the way through the movie so that you don't actually have to watch it. <laughs> well, in particular, you can fast forward through the, every th- song. Oh, well, the nice thing, I'll tell oh. you what, the nice thing about these fast forward, fast forward functions is that you can actually see what you're missing so that <laughs> you can. You're making up another tongue quizzer for Eliza <laughs> Dunham. The nice thing about these fast forward functions. <laughs> say that fast backwards right so um, if, if you're listening to Troy he was sponsored by Sony and I was sponsored by Samsung but both of those have excellent fast forward functions <laughs> on their remote yeah but fast forward functions for a film are fantastic fantastic fast forward functions for films okay that's what I said A-E-R-O-U that's what I've been saying for three days and I won't say them no more